Welcome to Xbox the Box on Xbox Podcast. My name is Potato Chief, and i my good friend, Alice. Whichever way you are on the screen, I always forget. That way, right? This is going to like be it? a feature of every podcast. Yeah, you're pointing in the right <laughs> way. <laughs> I got it this time. Yay! Yeah, I mean, that's kind of become a catchphrase. If you have a t-shirt, it's going to say, and my good friend Alice. That's like my catchphrase, I think, now. Yeah. <laughs> and we, but, got a, we got a catchphrase. We got a, we got a, we got a podcast going. I like our new format as well, by the way. Very nice. Yes, very and that's what I need to say. That uh, as per Fulham 40, uh, sorry, f- episode 35, uh, we yeah. we done some like changes and I put more of my art efforts in. So now the overlay yeah. is more, um, sticks to the theme better. It uses colors and information in the rightful places. And now, yep. with the powers of OBS, that everything is possible. So what you're looking at is a new overlay. So yeah. I cannot guarantee that overlay is going to be sharp, especially I've got a slow connection and I don't have a ton of space on my Mac Mini. But yeah. I can assure you that... Sorry, I was in the rush. Right. But, but i just done so much... Uh, effort to make the overlay look so good and it will make your eyes sing the joy but i love it if, if you have any concerns about it let me know in the comments and this yeah. goes for the levels because for the first time we are both recording on the podcast we usually separate our audio files which normally is would have been yeah. good but if this actually works then it's a bit easier for me to do the podcast without having to do a lot of preparation, a lot of editing, just yeah. to make sure we get this podcast out. Yeah, it's because we're recording this a day late because of the Xbox Developer Direct. So we wanted to try and figure a way of speeding up the process because it does usually take us about 24 hours to get the, the podcast up. So if Alice is recording all of it, recording both sets of audio and the video, it should be up quicker. And we should have a, hopefully a good quality. But if the audio is a bit off, that's why, because we're doing it a bit differently this week. Um, we might stick to this format. It might be a bit easier this way. So, yeah, we are doing this. You might not, like, so usually we go up 5 p.m. GMT or BST, British summertime, right, British meantime, UK time, uh, 5 p.m. on a Thursday. Uh, it's, while we're recording this, is already 6 o'clock on Thursday, so we've already missed our, our normal upload time so it might be t- well, we're not i'm not sure what time this is going to go up either tonight or is it going to be thursday night or friday at five probably i'm not sure we haven't decided yet but um yeah that's why it's a bit late because of this uh, developer direct which we're going to discuss in further detail in our topic of the show um we're going to also talk about games we've been playing and stuff but i just wanted to just have a little chat to begin with to get the, the podcast rolling uh Alice just put up her Game of the Year video, which is, you know, it's a little bit late, but it's you've been ill, so it's understandable. Yeah, uh, also really, been dealing really with... Yeah, oh, thanks. But, yeah. I thought it was really good. I, I recommend watching it if you if think it's very well edited. It's a, it's a good... It's very... Five, it's like five minutes, and it's very well edited and paced. And you'll enjoy it. I really liked it anyway. That's far I, I for you guys. Yeah, I would like to add that... Yeah, I've been... Not only been dealing with the illness because I haven't had a cold for years. True story. Yeah. And 
I've also been suffering from mental health, and I also had to like do more yeah. things with my family. So, yeah. Okay. So this is almost like a month later than your "Give Me the Year" uh, video. Yeah. So I mean, it's the part. It's the part two or the partner video of because I put my video up last uh, at the end of last year. You've just put yours up, so that you can see the thumbnails, the same load, everything. So this, we're kind of we're trying to we have different styles, which I like. We were discussing this earlier. I have like a off the cuff uh, verbal diarrhea, just talking nonsense, going off on tangents. Whereas yours is more like scripted and edited, and is more polished. Uh, it depends which, which which way you like. I like I I like my way. You like your way. I think it's both so their merits. So how do you usually? So how do you usually like edit your videos? Like uh, for so, your game of the year, for instance. So what I normally do is I'll put the camera on, I'll have bullet points, and I'll like I'll just basically just talk and try and get off all my bullet points, and then I'll edit out anything that's like too off topic or too like or if I like pause if I like lose my train of thought or anything I'll cut that out. So I just usually I'm not following a script. I'm usually off the a, a bit more following the bullet points. So I'm trying to hit points as I go. I, I I'm not very good at reading scripts. It's, it's always been my issue when it comes to this yeah. kind of stuff. I'm more of a I'm more of an off the cuff ranty kind of person. Yeah, but uh, yeah. so how do you like edit your video? Like, um, like you just put your webcam footage in, and then there's something yeah. else with it. Yeah, I mean, I put a, I put like a bed, uh, I put like a bed music on the back, so like a quite some music in the background, so you can just about hear it, so he's not deadly silent when in pauses and gaps. And then I'll have uh, overlays, and I'll cut to stuff. If I say something funny in the video, I'll cut it and edit it and stuff like that. But it's usually, uh, yeah, it's like I'm I, I'm a bit more of a. I'm just editing and do whatever. It's like, oh, that's funny. I'll cut this, add this. And I'm not really super organized when it comes to my videos. I'm more of a do it as it like I just get a, as it goes. I'll just edit it. You know, I'll just try and get to the end. You know, I, I, we both have different styles, and you can see that from our videos. Like you like yes. to do uh, and like little I, cutaways and stuff, which I find funny as well. I think they're good. Yeah, um, the thing is, mine is a bit more uh, convoluted because. When it comes to any video, as what many YouTubers do, like it works for different for everyone. So, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, usually um, they do scripts. So I do the script, write down my yeah. thoughts, and try to edit it to create its English. And then yeah. I read it out to do the recording for GarageBand. And I just realized you can do this effectively in OBS because you can just edit it in Final yeah. Cut Pro. So I did do that, prepare the voice file, and that's usually done in one night. Then I grabbed some f gameplay footage for the game of the year, and yeah. I think it took one night. Then I then edit the audio, cut out all the crap out, and make sure to keep it like really quick and simple. And then yeah. when I just uh, export it, I put it in Final Cut Pro, like get some extra bits like overlay and put the gameplay footage and a voice in. And then what, what I've been doing is I've been taking clips and everything, and it literally turned into a huge bed of all those clips and music, which, which I then fold into the yeah. video. So it, it 
if you look at my uh, my space for use for the video, it's yeah, it's only temporary, but you can definitely see all that clutter because because you if you look things like Jim Crisition, for instance, you see like yeah. you see different images and different clips just to keep the pace up. You'll be surprised oh, yeah. of how much images and videos you see in it. And most part of it oh, yeah, is that loads. you have to get music files with it. So I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that you take a more simplistic approach because all that matters is getting your voice heard. But for me, yeah. I take it as a bit of a more serious route and just yeah. try to decorate it so it just like runs great. But the disadvantage yeah. is that you have to be careful on how you source the material. You have to yeah. allocate space for it. And you just have to spend more time in there because when it comes to YouTube, as I recently found out for the video, that you don't really have a social life and you dedicate all those hours just to get yeah. the video right, get the levels correct, and make sure it looks as professional as it can be. Which is why, like... Oh, yeah. I was kind of we we're kind of hoping we'd do this podcast earlier, but uh, as soon as we finished our reaction last night, I I just did some clips and I felt oh I just want to do this, so went back to yeah. the game of the year, grabbed the clips, get it all done, and uploaded it to YouTube because I got a slow internet connection, and this literally took me all the way to three a.m. I hope these wow. are the signs of a serious YouTuber. And if I get paid for it, then wicked, yeah. wicked. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing YouTube for about 10 years now. Uh, this is a new, so this is a newish channel. If you're like, well, you mean 10 years. This is like, this channel's only a couple of months old. It's like, this is a new channel. I have the potato chief channel, potato pro wrestling, which is, I've been doing for about 10 years now. Um, I, I feel like it's important that you find your own, style everyone has their own style on youtube uh not everyone's going to make the same type of videos i have my style you have your style i think it's great that you have your own style because if uh, what would uh, what would upset me is if you basically did the exact same videos i did in exactly the same way as i did it's like well you know originality there i like the way you do your videos i think yeah it's some polish and it's it's your style, and I think it's uh, important to do that. If you, if anyone wants to start doing YouTube, I would recommend just start doing it, and you will find your style eventually, and it will click, something will click. Uh, if you the type of videos you like to make, and you think uh, you watch it back, you're like, oh, I like how I've done that. So, yeah. Um, uh, so, so if you're not I, interested in YouTube, this is a bit off topic. Yeah, uh, that's all right. <laughs> this is usually useful because people are listening to this podcast on YouTube, but. Yeah. I once met someone who's been making videos and talking about her experiences. And I was asked yeah. for advice on what's the best way to do it. And I'm simply yeah. told just to press record. So that's sometimes oh, yeah, all sure. you ever need, yeah. which is why you have someone uh, filming themselves in their bedrooms and nothing else. It's only if you want to put yeah. images and also the uh, music in, you can do that. It just depends on how much time you're willing to spend on it. But um, what the good thing is that all you ever need is to get a mobile phone and if you can afford it, get a decent microphone because these two are all you need. So you don't, don't need to get any studio equipment to do your vids. 
True. Uh, and you can get a cheap green screen. This cost me like a tenner, so mm. <laughs> as well, it's just it's just a pop up green screen. Uh, yeah, as you said, just do it. If you want to do YouTube, just get into it. Just do it. It's fun. Uh, I really enjoy doing it, and it's like it's something I've been doing. I said, been doing it for ten years. I've changed my style throughout the years, and I think I quite like what I the way I do stuff now. Um, I but yeah, it's just fun, really, and it's like uh, yes. yeah, just I, I recommend anyone get into YouTube. But, but yeah, as you said earlier, it is it can be time consuming. Uh, mm. When I when I, I have done edited videos like you've done before, and spent hours and hours and hours on videos, and then they get no views. And then I'll do a video where I'm just going, oh, look at And then I'll get mm-hmm. 40 odd thousand views. It's like, oh, that seems a bit, uh, like, just, yeah. So that's why it can be a bit frustrating. So it's not always what, you know, that's what I'm trying to encourage people to watch your Game of the Year video because you did put a lot of time and effort into it. And it is a really good video. And it's not just a video that I, like, could just, like, poop out in like two seconds like there's some videos where you can literally just go like oh i'll just record myself for two seconds and then that's it like so i recommend watching it it's a fun video um but yeah uh we also released our reactions to the um xbox developer direct as well today because it's been a busy day for the channel there's going to be a lot of videos up to watch and a bit overkill well (laughs) to be honest uh bear in mind that uh yeah there was this, this game that is known as Hi-Fi Rush that's in the video, and we'll yeah. get into it soon. But yes, uh, oh, is what have you been playing? that's been left on it, silly me, because we were talking at some off-topic Sorry. stuff at first. But uh, yeah, it's already been going on for thirteen minutes. But uh, but oh, yeah, wow. in the reaction, it's just like we discussed about like five games, and one of them is Hi-Fi Rush, and apparently it's yeah. came. It just is released about an hour after the direct. Like, oh, cool, we can check it, it out. But what I've been doing instead is I've been doing video editing. And by the time I finish, oh. I didn't have any time for it. Next day, that's fair. sort the videos out, get the sh- YouTube short, and get some extra bits in it. And I still didn't have enough time to do Hi-Fi Wash. Video editing or YouTubing is a serious job. Granted. Oh, yeah. It's a time-consuming job as well. And like, <laughs> we don't get paid for this. We just do it for fun. So, uh, if you want to give us money, that'd be great. But <laughs> we just do it for fun, and that's cool. Um, now, yeah. So, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna hopefully record. I don't. Uh, we discussed this yesterday. I'm not sure if you're still gonna do it. Are you gonna record the intro of Hi-Fi Rush for people who like haven't got access to an Xbox? Or? Yes, that's still yeah. on the cards, and I'm hoping okay, to get around cool. to it. Also. If I like do like the first ten minutes of it, like is it going to be yeah. without commentary or with commentary? Because if we're doing commentary, then we could talk over it as we go through it. But then yeah. I don't know. It's just the gameplay matters, so we have to see about it. Yeah. What we think? I I would do commentary over it because anyone could just record the footage. You know, your commentary makes it unique and makes it your own video. Personally, so I think it's better off having a little bit of commentary to the intro, just to you know. I would uh, say um, we do the commentary once I've recorded the video because I think that's usually how it works. But anyway, uh, so, um, so... So should we go on to what we've been playing? Our usual yes. subject of the day. So what have we been playing? So I have been playing Hi-Fi Rush, but we're going to talk about that later on in the show. <laughs> uh, I'll also be playing Vampire Survivors because 
Of course I have. Whenever, whenever I've not played that game, that game has took over my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'll also be playing Fire Emblem Engage, which I'm really into at the moment. I think it's really cool. It's anime chess. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> have you played? Uh, I mean, uh, are you a Fire Emblem fan at all? Or I only played a few moments of it once. I got the yeah. Fire Emblem Awakening on the DS, but haven't nice. got round to yeah. completing it. So I just don't. I'm yeah. gonna end up struggling to play any Fire Emblem game. But for you, it's just easy that's, enough. That's yeah, I I loved Free Houses. It was my game of the year for 2017. I think it came out. It was my game of the year. Uh, I was Golden Deer all the way. It's like they have like a Hogwarts kind of feel to it. Yeah, Golden Deer, Black Eagle, and Blue Lion. I think it is, which are like the free house, free houses. Hence the name, Free Houses. And I was Golden Deer all the way, and I loved it. And then you got three different stories. Whereas this one, they've not got any of that. It's one story. But you can you have the emblem rings, which are like uh, old fire emblem characters as like spirits that you can use as like extra powers. It's weird, but I think I prefer free houses, even though it's an older game. But I think the engage looks nicer. If you're not interested in any of like the romance or or, or like uh, relationship building or anything, I think fire emblem engage is be more your thing. But if you if you like like the daily the daily like high school Harry Potter type thing, and you like having different diversion stories, I think you prefer Free Houses personally. So I personally prefer Free Houses, but I am really enjoying Engage for what it is. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go back to it at some point when I probably when I beat High Fire Rush because I <laughs> I dropped it to go and play <laughs> High Fire Rush now. Um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, it's a really fun Fire Emblem. I always re- I always like Fire Emblem. It's as I said, it's anime chess. You have like an anime cutscene, and then you've got to do chess with these with these characters that are all anime characters. <laughs> it's very anime, and it's it's yeah. fun. Uh, I, I so what else you've been playing then? So it's that Vampire Survivors, which is you know. I finally figured out how to survive the Grim Reaper for more than 10 seconds, so that's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Grim Reaper is a nightmare in that game. He just kills you straight away. It's like instant kill, usually. Um, I've, I've, I've got like a load of achievements in it. I still haven't maxed it yet. I'm trying to max it before the end of the year. That's like my goal. Um, I still love that game. I've I've tried it. I've basically, I've figured out what all the combinations of items are to unlock the higher levels. So I've been trying to unlock every single weapon, and I still haven't done that yet. And I've still got a couple of characters I need to get to like level fifty before I can unlock more achievements. So, yeah, fun game. Uh, have you been playing anything this week, Alice? Yes, I did a little bit, but not so much. But what I've been playing oh. this week is I've gone a bit retro i bought the sega mega drive uh classics which has been discounted to about a six quid not bad uh so yeah it's just this is a compilation of like about 30 mega drive titles that it used to be in packs on steam but it's now been like upgrading to the package which it has this 3d environment presented as a menu and then, but yeah. then the whole purpose is that you play the games on it. 
any differences you have achievements and challenges with it as well as some leaderboards but it's oh. not really the best and i prefer the playstation 3 and xbox 360 which is known as either the second major drive well ultimate second mega drive collection or some sort or sonic's yeah. genesis collection because these ones is great the problem is, is that emulator on both of these are like not so perfect but so far i'm like getting into the games and playing the challenges so it's it's really good um unfortunately yeah. i did not have the time to try wi-fi uh, sorry hi-fi wash which is yeah it's only been on and i was busy last night so i haven't had enough time to do that but when I do that, I will then like uh, give it a go and give it some uh, gameplay footage of it. So I've just yeah. been forgetting so, about what else I've been got. Uh, yeah, what, what are you saying? No, I was going to say, uh, so would you like me to discuss, should we do our high fire rush discussion like now? Or should we leave that to later on in the show? Leave that later okay. on because this is part of Microsoft Direct, uh, developer Direct, yeah. I think. That's fair. But that's fair. I've also been playing, obviously, the two games for the game of the year, and you can guess what they are. If you don't, watch my game of the year video, please. <laughs> yeah. We're not, I'm not going to spoil it. I think it's, a, it's an interesting video, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you kind of teased it there. You have two Game of the Years. Kind of, it's kind of cheating a little bit there. Oh, <laughs> I think I, that's, that's all right. That's all good. That's no, fine. I'm, I'm just messing. It's fine. It's all good. Uh, it's really, no, it's really well done. I really, I really, it's really intriguing. I really enjoy it. Um, um, anyway, so as part of the I've almost forgot that on Sega Mega Drive Classics, there's one game that plays like Fire Emblem, except it's by Sega. Ooh. Do you know what it is? Ooh. No, I don't know. What's, what's, this, what's, what's it say? I played a bit of Shining Force. Ooh. It's like Fire Emblem, only you're playing on a Sega. It uses like Disney-like okay. graphics or some sort, but I played oh, this I challenge where you're supposed to go through the first map in the game, without losing yeah. more than one uh, team member, which I failed. Yeah. But it's just really annoying. But I have completed Shining Force 2 yeah. before, and I actually love the music and all the visuals of it, so it's just really good. Yeah. But it's made possible Does it have because... Permadeath? Sorry? Does it have permadeath like Fire Emblem? You're saying about not die? No. Uh, okay. I... I... I should put permadeath on because I play the game. If any of my characters die, I always reverse time and save them. But I don't have permadeath on, so like it doesn't matter. They'll be fine if I. If, but I'm, I'm like, but I don't want you to die, even though you're going to be dead for ten minutes. So I don't know. I well, <laughs> um, you see, I don't know. One, this is a very old game, so they don't go into such yeah. complexities like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about XCOM levels of. Uh, death. Yeah, and also, yeah. when someone gets defeated, you have to re revive them at the church. And this kind of game, oh, okay. there's some parts of gameplay that eventually carried over into Golden Sun because all of the elements it just ends up in it, Ooh. but only it's a turn-based RPG instead of a turn-based strategy. Sounds fun. I have to try this out. So, Shining Force, Shining uh, Force. Yeah, you Sega have to get Mega Drive game. Yeah, I don't know if it's been discounted anymore, but if you get Sega Mega Drive Classics, okay. you can play it 
you can also get it on PC or oh, the PlayStation. Good. So definitely check this out. Uh, I'll definitely try it. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, anyway, there's another game being playing, and let's see. Oh, hang on. Do tell. <laughs> hmm. I think I'm just trying to pick up the official website of it, but. Ooh. What I have been playing is what is known as Vengeful Guardian Moonwider. So Ooh. if I can get this work. Yeah, okay, cool. So basically, the Vengeful Guardian Moonwider is a retro, like, it's more like a retro game. You think it's like Metrophania, but it's actually like. Um, I don't know. If this is the best gameplay, but but it just inf but when you see the actual game of it, it just involves where it has uh, shinobi like uh, elements, where oh. it's based on Mega Man and the shinobi games on the Mega Drive, where you oh, just control this armored uh, hero who goes around doing swipes and block out bullets, and mm. and it's just where you have so much fun, like. Uh, going for enemies, killing with lots of gore. I only played like a first level, but uh, there's some more exciting levels, and I think I really need you to check them out. But the only problem with it is that it does not come out on Xbox, not yet. Chrome, oh. Blazing Chrome, which is the Joy Mash's other title, is also oh. on like uh, Xbox. So, oh, okay. Meanwhile, they could arrive on the yeah. Xbox. At the moment, it only comes out on the PlayStation 5, Switch, and PC, as well as PlayStation 4. So, but if you get any of those platforms and you like retro games, then you should definitely check it out. Sounds good. I'll definitely try that for sure. I love me some retro games. I haven't really been playing much retro games recently, but I, yeah, that, that's always a fun thing to do. Uh, play some retro stuff. Uh, Mega, Man, Mega Man, like Mega Man Two and Mega Man X, are like two of my favorite games. I love them. I love Shovel Knight, even though it, you know it has a retro throwback. So it's like that's that sounds rad. I'll definitely have to try that for mm. sure. Uh, add them to the list of backlog that's like over like <laughs> <laughs> two thousand odd games I got to play. Still, it's ridiculous. Uh, my backlog is insane. I need to go back and look through that at some point. Um, yeah, so I mean, is, is that all we've been playing? I, I, I have yeah. a couple of bits of news, I didn't write it down, but I'm just gonna off the top of my yeah. So, usually, we have notes for this podcast. I have zero notes today, I'm literally doing everything off the cuff, off the top of my head. So, there is In two news case, stories I want to mention. Yeah, so yeah, it's only two news stories, that's fine because you're not going to be able to predict what's coming up. From me, Ooh. so I hope you don't mind that. <laughs> that sounds pretty evil. <laughs> well, they're not really new story. I was just going to mention the fact that Game Pass. We have obviously we just had Wi-Fi. Uh, see, I was saying Wi-Fi Rush. <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush has just dropped on Game Pass, but also GoldenEye is coming to Game Pass. Yes, uh, it's happening. Days. It's happening. Finally, and Age of Empires 2 is also coming to Game Pass at the end mm. of the month. So that basically those are two new stories, not really, two announcements. We got, uh, Are you excited for those? I'm really excited to play. Uh, yeah, uh, I think this I, is going to be Age great. Age of Empires. Uh, if, if the achievements are easy on Golden Isle, I'll probably try and go through the story and try and get all the achievements. I don't care. I want to complete the game. 
It's so good because <laughs> I remember this coming out on the Nintendo 64 and I didn't play it when yeah. it was around the launch. I only almost yeah. had a Nintendo 64 back in like 1988 and chances are I might get yeah. Banjo-Kazooie instead. But then I only yeah. got it in 2000. I haven't checked it all the night. But about 10 years ago, because I was like getting a Christmas present, I was like, oh, I found yeah. GoldenEye, played it, and I thought, wow, so good. So once I gifted yeah. it to someone, I don't know what happened to it now, but now I just got That's like a myself a copy of GoldenEye, and it's like, wow, this game is just really brilliant. The controls are like a bit awkward. Like if you're used to yeah. Call of Duty, for instance, then you may find the controls in GoldenEye to be a bit weird. So I don't know yeah. how that's going to translate to Xbox. Well, they did say there's going to be alternative controller schemes for the game when it comes out. So I'm hoping they're going to have a like modern control option, which is totally what I would go for. And it's going to have it's going to be uh, widescreen and it's going to be uh, HD as well. So it's, it's going to have like all the nice features on it. So. Hopefully it'll be fun to play. I'm looking forward to it. Everything's going to look blocky, but it's going to be super HD blocky. Yeah. <laughs> like flat face, like picture, like big square head. Yeah. Like, like well, two that... polygons, but like really high definition. <laughs> it just well, reminds that... me because um, originally for Perfect Dark, people would attach a yeah. Game Boy camera to the transfer pack so they can oh, take yeah. a snapshot of their faces and put it on the multiplayer model. Too bad it yeah. got canned, really. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame. They did that Rainbow Six uh, Vegas, I think they did that as well, the face yeah. thing. You just reminded me of Achievement of... Hunters. Uh, That's the way I know thing. it from, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gavin's face on there is hilarious from Achievement Hunter yeah. back in the day. It looks yeah. like he had clean foam over his face. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> 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 recommend watching that if you ever get around to it. Um, um, yeah, any- no, that was... Anyway, anyway, what else I can add <laughs> is the according to this news article piece, um, there's a problem that the you know the pause menu has this iconic theme associated with it. Uh, apparently, it sounds different on the Nintendo Switch instead of the Nintendo 64. So I'm not able well, to play okay. this on the podcast because we don't want to have this habit of playing it's music on it. But I tried to share that link to the news and and give you like a differences in comparisons because apparently they changed the instruments around so the pause menu does not sound really as authentic as original. All right, fair enough. Are you, is, are you interested in Age of Empires two? I think I'm going to have I've played it when I was like a teenager, and that's when I. Yeah. My dad bought it, so I think, wow, it's really interesting. It's quite fun. It's they, got some really good 2D got... graphics, so it's just like, yeah, really, really nice. They've optimized it for controllers, air quote. I don't know what that means. I'm really curious to see how they figured out a control scheme for this thing on the on the, on the controller. That might be uh, worth like playing Command and Conquer, might, might so, be worth doing it, but this is certainly a retro games month, isn't it? Because Age of Empires yeah. just came out like over two decades ago. Now, I yeah. haven't actually finished about the GoldenEye because apparently someone oh, spotted out no, on Nintendo the America's website and they shared the music of the Q-Watch and then Graham yeah. Northgate said, 
Missing some sounds there, guys. I hope this isn't a final version. And he tagged Frank Cookhope, which I believe he's the composer of the GoldenEye. And then he yes, responded sir. saying, It's so bizarre that the GoldenEye pause music has developed a life of its own, something that took me 20 minutes to write, and I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Constantly on the phone to Morgan's because I'd broken something or I couldn't understand what was going on. And then there's a TikTok <laughs> meme too, so... But yeah, the original developers, or actually more specifically, the original composer is just like not happy of how this turns out. So it's just going to be a bit, bit of a mess. But at the same yeah. time, I just hope this version delivers and it's great. Although I imagine that developers of the original are probably going to nitpick on some areas of it that's not going to be great. So, but at yeah. the same time, I don't know if the players are going to be liking what's been handled, but we'll just have to see when it comes out really, really soon. Yeah. And also, the people are a bit pissed off because the Nintendo Switch version has a multi online multiplayer and the Xbox One doesn't. That sucks. Uh, but that sucks. it's because the online... It's because the old, it's, it's cause the way the emulator works on the Nintendo Switch... It's not really online multiplayer. You're playing split screen, but over the internet. So we still are playing split screen. So you're playing split screen with each other, but over the internet. Whereas it doesn't do that on the Xbox. So it's mm. that's how it works. So basically, you're still playing the same game, but you're playing it over the internet. Like if if you've played Mario or anything on the Nintendo Switch Online, that's how it works. It's like essentially you just you're both playing the same game, but over the internet. So. It's going to be like that, basically. So it's not quite proper multi online multiplayer, but it's more than you could do on the Xbox. Unfortunately, it's only local on Xbox, which is a shame. Mm. Uh, but you know, that's the experience. Like you know, when people that's the experience people grew up with. If you want to play split screen uh, Golden Eye, you have the opportunity to do that. I have a feeling this is going to be a game that a lot of people are just going to play for 10 minutes, say, oh, that was fun, and then not go back to ever again, honestly. Ouch! To be honest. Why in the nostalgia? Oof. <laughs> honestly, I think that's what's going to happen, but I'm going to try it. So if the achievements are easy on it, I'll try and, uh, get, I'll try and max it. I think that'll be that'll be a fun thing to do, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, lots of, lots to play on Xbox. We are spoiled as Game Pass users. We got GoldenEye, Age of Empires 2, Wife... Hi-Fi Rush. <laughs> um, there we have Personas and, and Monster Hunter. We have so much to play. It's a lot of choice. It's lovely. It's a lovely time to be a, a gamer. Um, and yeah, I, so, think, uh, I think this is also so Newsweek. Uh, yeah. Because in the moment, uh, last week, we've been dealing with the issues with Fire. the Halo. We spoke about yes. it last week. And I don't think it's been talked about in the last podcast episode. So we talked about the firings of 10,000 people, but then we uh, we made a follow-up video on the channel about uh, Free for Free specifically, where we talked about uh, them firing a lot of people for Free for Free and Free for Free being looked like they were going to get kicked off the Halo franchise, but then it came out afterwards that they are uh, they're still doing Halo. So that's good. I guess, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, so if I can bring this so up, is if you want to update uh, update everyone? That's fine. We could do that. We could do a little bit of an update. Yeah. So apparently, Halo Infinite 
what what happened on the screen is that three for three statement runs against deep cuts in Halo development team according to yeah. IGN. I just struggled to find a news piece, but yeah. apparently, at first we thought there's some leaked reports to say the three for three industries is no longer like. I mean, this is in addition to the talk there. See, there's a video on there so we can like share that. But oh my gosh, we've got so yeah. much stuff to go through. But yeah, anyway, uh, we were talking about how the Microsoft has laid out a bunch of staff and there's some concerns yeah. that Halo franchise as a whole could be under danger. And then I made a short Definitely. to say that, oh, there's a leak report saying 343 Industries is not working Halo. And initially thought this is not going to turn out well, meaning the Halo franchise is going to be dead. Then, yeah. according to Mint Blitz, he he did not like brought up about this and waited for the days until this statement comes out, and then expresses in the yeah. video that it always pays to wait days before this leaked report it has brought to fruition because there's yeah. a statement by which is passed on by the Halo uh, Twitter account. It says here by Pierre Hinsey, it said, Halo and the Master Chief are here to stay. 343 Industries will continue to develop Halo and in the future, including epic stories, multiplayer, and more of what makes Halo great. Meaning, 343 Industries is still working on it. So, So what would you say about that? I mean, yeah, I mean, we've pretty much discussed this in, in tandem. So, um, Free for Free have not done the best job with Halo, to be honest. Uh, I feel like Halo Infinite is the best game they've made, but it's still not as good as any of the Bungie games, to be perfectly honest. Um, I, I, are they getting, like, the sort end of the stick? Because they, they've, like, they've been news articles and stuff coming out saying that this and they're being like not given the like the proper support they need to do stuff is that possibly it i mean it's confusing and baffling i feel like of all the series on xbox halo should be the one that has the most money behind it the most support I have like well it's like oh we need to, we need to add a certain feature okay let's add another 10 people to the team why not like like i feel like this should be the game that Xbox puts all their money into, right? You know, and backs it, but it seems like they kind of they they're like having like temporary staff and they're cutting staff again and they keep changing leadership and it's not there doesn't seem to be much organization. I mean we don't really know what's going on inside the building, so it's it's a bit confusing. Uh well, do I want free for free to keep making it, I guess, because they they hopefully they feel like they started to get the hang of it, but I feel like they need some support, I think. There uh, seems to be a bit... I need to chip uh, in, though, because... No, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. I'm rambling. Go ahead. I know, but I know it's good that the 343 Industries are still hanging on to Halo, but I yeah. don't think this statement's enough to clarify that, like, is Halo Infinite is going sure. to be safe? At the moment, it seems yeah. as if they're still working on it and looking to release more seasons, but it, I don't think it guarantees, like whether there's going to be a battle royale, which I could see it happening, yeah. but I don't know if it means we could get soy DLC. Because the way I see it is that their budget may have been reduced and yeah. they're going to have struggles there. Because according to one of the senior developers there, he complains that 
Um, like there's some leadership issues that affected the product, uh, which means it's not very promising. So the way I see it is that um, as much as it's good to know that Free for Free Industries is still hanging on with Halo Infinite, I don't expect yeah. a good future for them. So, no. so what I see is like, uh, as I read on the hit hard, IGN has to learn that significant cuts have been made to 343's Halo, Inf Halo development team. One former 343 employee impacted by the layoffs estimated about a quarter of 343's staff was impacted, although that's not a firm statistic. We also learned that around 30 people were let go for 343's art department alone, with former employees saying 343 Industries was hit hard with positions impacted across all disciplines. Yeah, that's not good. I, I don't really. It's a. Uh, we have to wait and see it. I mean, it's the free for. It's the uh, battle royal mode com still coming, like the one that is being made by certain affinity. Uh, is the story? And I think like this looks like the story campaign is going to be cancelled. The the endless. Which yeah, really I, I don't really know. It's well, confusing. Uh well, I think this is going to go into one of the outcomes, and we saw a lot of the Square Enix cancellations. The, the Avengers yeah. is the latest game to be cancelled as a live service, and they've already cancelled the yeah. uh, Chocobo uh, GP, I don't remember the name of it, and they also cancelled Babylon's Fall. So, and people yeah. think as if Halo Infinite may have, have its live service cancelled, but the way I see it is that... Yeah. The worst case scenario that given the Microsoft uh, position, what they yeah. may end up doing is that they may keep the Halo Infinite service running for years, but they would end yeah. up creating more cosmetics for it and may rarely uh, offer a map out. That's, or they can just like stick to community app maps only, but also yeah. only rely on giving out cosmetics and get people to pay for it. Because what really keeps it alive are the donations from people who spend on the game. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but also you pay for the battle passes as well. So that be that that be another form of income as well as the cosmetics, the battle passes. So that's something that they would try and hopefully keep doing as well. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's, it's, it is. Uh, I, I think it still probably makes enough money to keep going. I think there's a lot of live services that have a lot less backing. I feel like Halo is still popular, just not. It's just not in the Call of Duty, Apex, Fortnite level. It's just a bit, you know. This is which is a shame because I love Halo and I think it should be the most popular franchise again. I I miss. I feel old, but I miss the good old days when Halo Three was the be all and end all, and after the only game everyone ever played online. But well. Actually, um, what it turns out that, um, well, what it turns out is, uh, I recently learned from the Mint Blitz that people are doing this project known as Halo 3 Sunrise, which oh, the okay. mods are creating the server to get Halo 3 playing again, uh, the Xbox 360 title. So, you can actually play games on Halo 3 Xbox 360 again. So I don't know if it's simple as like connecting the server, but it definitely is active right now. That would be good. I mean, obviously, I Master Chief Collection is not the same thing. So I would be good worth doing. I would, I would totally be worth playing that. Um, 
So we've discussed this quite a bit in the previous episode and in that previous spin-off. Episode. So should we, should we move on to the Xbox Developer Direct? Because we've, uh, we've been... One bit of news, actually, is yeah, that go ahead. at the moment, the FTC sued Microsoft to stop the EU accepting the settlement over the Activision deal, yeah. as it's claimed. They, yeah. So basically, there's more st- developments, and this involves the FTC uh, gain lambasted once again. <laughs> yeah, and also uh, Xbox has sued Sony uh, uh, as well. I don't know if you've seen that news article. Uh, Xbox is is, uh, is is suing Sony for uh, and, and trying so they can get their point of view, so we can see why. Uh, so X, so PlayStation have to prove that they are getting damaged by the lack of Call of Duty, and they have to provide files and stuff. So just find that funny. The PlayStation have they've 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 been running their mouth, you know, get you know talk shit, get get shot in it. <laughs> you get you get what you you get what you deserve when you're talking rubbish, at PlayStation. So that's funny. I thought that was hilarious. But yeah, I feel like. Every, we could talk about the Activision deal every week, and we usually do, but it's just like I'm kind of tired of it now. I kind of just want to see it get done. I, either cancel it or get it done. That's all. I, 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 there's so many news articles about it on a weekly basis. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. You want to move on to the direct now, do you? Oh, we'd love to if we could. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. So, what would you. So. We have five games to discuss. Do you want to discuss them in the order they were shown? Or do you want to just mix and match and just do whatever you fancy? Just do it in order, actually. Yeah. So, so obviously, we had the developer direct yesterday, and it was a lot of fun, I think. So, before we get into the individual games, what did you think of the presentation altogether? I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was... Uh, I, I like this style of direct. I hope they do this again in the future what, what do you think it's very different to nintendo direct because often you have the yeah. developer giving off a presentation and i was kind of thinking of this way but what the microsoft did with it is that it's a developer direct meaning yeah. it kind of gives a cast into the developer studios and have a look there so they don't really yeah. rely on the host they just talk to individual developers and talking about how they get those things working and then we'll be yeah. dribbled off topic on the we at but i think it's really great that they've been working yeah. and how they get those things working so it's just really interesting to see how the games work plus it yeah, also like gives out gameplay footage as well which kind of i mean what it does is just adds more depth to the other games so yeah so let's go through like what we got yeah so First up was Minecraft Legends, I believe. Uh, I think that looks super dope. I'm really excited for it now. Uh, Third-person third action, but RTS style. And, we, and you could do it co-op, and you could do this whole story in co-op. we got to play that in co-op. Me and you, gotta, we gotta, we got to co-op that story. That's going to be so much fun. Uh, build your own bases, build, your own fo- like build multiple walls. Build a fortress and have and make armies. It's, oh, I'm excited. It's so nerdy, but I love RTSs. And, uh, and we were talking about Age of Empires earlier. It's, a Minecraft RTS sounds like a lot of fun. So it's going to be more simplified, I imagine. But I'm sure you're still going to have a lot of fun with it. I mean, are you excited for it? Because I, I am. I'm really looking forward to it. 
Yeah, because because of this latest trailer, it is far better. Like I thought this is going to be a like a RPG type of thing, but now it's just yeah. like introduces more uh the real time strategy elements and it's got the construction yeah. going on. And I think this game looked far better when it was teased. And it's got lots of good yeah. things. Like there's plank golems, there's you can control hordes, so it, all of it is just like really, really fantastic in my opinion. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm and it's coming out in April too. Yeah, soon. Not long. It's like the it's like uh, we we got soon, by the time we finish Hi-Fi Rush, will probably be they'll probably be out. So like, it's like it's the next exclusive on our list, isn't it? Um, yes. I'm excited for it. Uh, the, they showed the PvP in the direct, but obviously. Uh, they've shown it's, it's got it's got a story mode as well, which is going to be really cool. Every level's different because the biomes change. You know that's proper Minecraft. That is, I love that. Um, I mean, Minecraft is one of my favorite games of all time. I like RTSs. I'm totally down to try this. I think this will be a lot of fun. Um, I'm hoping it's going to be good. I'm fingers crossed. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, do you know who Blackbird Entertainment are? Because they're supposed to be working with it. I've never heard of them before. The direct. Blackbird Threat. What? Entertainment. Black, Black, Blackbird, they're the d- developers who, who are working on this game. Or we're working with Mojang, anyway. Oh. oh, is it the same ones who have been doing Minecraft Dungeons? I'm not sure. I've, I've never heard of them before, to, before the direct. I've heard, you know, but it looks like a good game. Uh, I didn't, didn't want to throw you and keep <laughs> there, so... Uh, yeah, so that, that's for, that's Minecraft. Let's move on to Forza, I guess. Yes. Uh, biggest disappointment of the whole show was the fact that there's no release date for that. That's really? Oh. We're waiting. We're waiting. Like they said, everything was coming out first half of the year. They said everything was coming out before June at the E3 last year. But they, we're we're in January now. We still don't have a release date for Forza. That makes me think it's not coming before June. I think that's going to be a late year game now. I think that's yes. going to be September. Which is, that's uh, really worrying, actually. Bummer. Which is a bummer. Like, if the, if Forza, if, uh, if Redfall and Starfield didn't get delayed, what did they have planned for this year? Like, for the mm. second half of the year? That's what I'm, I'm really concerned about now. Surely they should have other games lined up. Like, are we still going to get a Hellblade or an Avowed at the end of the year? I hope so. I'm hoping yeah. they're not just going to stretch this out for the like they're going to put Forza and Starfield at the end of the year now, and then that's going to be the whole year calendar filled out. I hope not. Um, uh, yeah. it's, this is a bit awkward anyway, but I think to me it's just like yeah, it's pretty good. It's just like talks more of the development process. But to be honest, I don't think there's a lot of things that really caught our eye. But honestly, it's yeah. just really great. But this is also the part of the reaction where we went off topic and talking about Ruby, now moving to Country yeah. World, and talking about budgeting. And look, there's Forza on the screen. <laughs> it's very pretty. It is the prettiest racing game of all time. That being said, it's just a racing game. We kind of know what to expect. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to play it. I've got, I'm looking forward to it. But you don't really. I'm already sold. You don't need to. You don't need to show me anymore. I, I get it. I get what the game is. It's a very pretty racing game, and like that's a good. That's that's good. 
but you don't need to show me anymore. I'm sold already. So yeah. Uh, so then we move on to my thing, my personal highlight. Yes. Hi-Fi Rush. Woo! Yes. So I've been playing it a lot. I played a couple of hours of it last night before I went to bed. Ooh. Uh, ooh, it's, it's so much fun. I really like it. It's a good hack and slash. Uh, you gotta, you gotta get the river down and all that. I, I was gonna, I mentioned before the podcast, I have a hot take. Are you ready for my hot take? Do it. This is my hot take. If you give me God of War Ragnarok or Hi Fi Rush and ask me which one I want to play, I'm gonna say Hi Fi Rush. <laughs> I think Hi Fi Rush is a better, is more my, I prefer Hi Fi Rush to God of War Ragnarok. I have both games. It's not really a metaphorical question because I have both games. I am playing High Fire Rush over God of War. Uh, the hack and slash, I prefer the rhythm to it. I like the sense of humor. I like the art style. I feel like I don't. I'm one of those people who likes comedy. Uh, like if you like see what my favorite MCU films are, the Ant Man and Guardians of the Galaxy, when most people would say what like, Civil War and Endgame, right? I like I like the I like the stuff with it, a bit of a comedy in it. I feel like High Fire Rush. Is like Futurama meets Scott Pilgrim meets Sunset Overdrive meets Jet Set Radio, but with a God of War gameplay and a little bit of rhythm to it as well. I mean, it's it's great. I'm really enjoying it, and as I, I think personally, if you give me the choice, I'm going to pick High Fire Rush over God of War, and that's mm. my hot take. Boom! Hot take. <laughs> and, drop. and a potential game of the year. So. <laughs> Yeah, also, I would say I, I, I would say this I is more this of a surprise is, hit, really. A surprise hit, and I was going to say this is a hot take because I know I'm the only one who thinks this. I don't think anyone else is going to say they prefer prefer this to God of War, but I do, so I don't care. It's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> hot take, hot take. Yes, clip that out. Let's see how many PlayStation ponies attack me now. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. <laughs> I'm going to get roasted, and I'm going to say, they go, you're an Xbox fan boy. Uh, it's like, no, I just like stuff with a sense of humor, and I like comedy over... I, I, I feel like God of War takes itself a bit too seriously at points, and I like a bit of comedy, to be honest. I like something that's a bit more light-hearted. And I like the art style. I think it's really pretty. I find Rush is such a pretty game. It's like it's like it's like you can freeze at any point and it just it looks beautiful. It's like 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 very cartoony and bright and vibrant. I love it. Yeah. Yes. The guy it reminds me of like Futurama. I think like the main character uh, Chai his name is. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of like Fry from uh, Futurama. I think he has like he's like he's stupid but he's lovable and like cool. Uh, uh, to me, yeah, I think the art style is really effective. Like. It's beautiful. It's the cell shaded. They got the white look, and they yeah. could have like grained the animation, but it, they ended up creating something that is like really good. But I've yet the chance yeah. to play it and see if it like runs smoothly. But <clears throat> I know there's like games where they get this anime stuff right, but for this yeah. one, it takes on the more Archie comic books look. And it's yeah. something that actually like works so well for the game that involves like a lot of music and a lot of this cartoon action scene. So I just think yeah. this this is just fantastic. I'd say it, art uh, from the point of view of art, this is a quite achievement. 
But I don't know. It's just like knowing how they just sort of works. But as you said, you have been playing this game so much. It sounds as if it's easier to get to compared to Metal Hellsinger because this involves ribbing into action as well. Yeah, you can also, if you have no rhythm whatsoever, you can turn off the rhythm stuff, or you can make it do auto rhythm, so it does it for you, so you don't... Ooh, so there is ways around options. it. So there is, yeah, there's lots of accessibility options. They've got uh, colorblindness, they've got subtitles, they've got extra large subtitles with backgrounds and stuff. There's a lot of little features in it. Considering this is made by a small team, it's extremely impressive. Um Already front runner for game of the year this year. I know we're in January. And I've only played the first three, four hours. Maybe I'll get maybe it'll be terrible towards the end. But at the moment I'm really enjoying it. Um yeah, I, I love it. Uh, of course I was gonna say something and I've totally forgot now. Uh it'll probably come back to me in a minute. But yeah, yeah it's, so uh, is it the next one being Elder Scrolls Online? Oh right, I, I was, I, I, I was, I mean, how I was, I had more about High Fire Rush to say, but yeah, that's fine. We can talk about uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, all the DLC is available to everyone. That's cool. It is, uh, cool, and the new character looks cool. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I haven't played it. Uh, I <laughs> if I if I if I lose my job or if I. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of spare time. I think this is a game I'll pick up. Uh, if uh, is this is a game that you're going to have to invest like 100, 200, 300 hours into, I think. <laughs> but yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool. I'm, not, I'm very impressed by it. And I'm jealous of people who were... I, I, I was saying this in the direct. It's like I, like, I get bored of playing the same type of game all the time. Uh, so it's like... I would I would probably get bored if I played this for four hundred hours, but I get I'm jealous of the people who can just play one MMO and that's like they're happy with that for the, like and they just play that one game constantly. I think that's cool. I'm like kind of jealous <laughs> in a way because I get bored too easily. I'm like I'll play something else now. <laughs> well, to me, cool about the all the expansion packs going on Game Pass, but to me, yeah. I haven't act, even touched the game. I heard the games yeah, got better I over the years, that. and I think it tries to be that MMO, only it just turns into a fully-fledged game that you can easily get into. But if you ask me that, I would rather play Elder Scrolls Skyrim or even Elder Scrolls Six because I prefer those single-player experiences without having to worry about the expansions. But, but to, I agree with that, yeah. But also... This is only reserved for those who wants to go in the expensive world. Even though like, there's already loads of people who rather to play Genshin uh, Impact or Final Fantasy XIV. So there's a lot of a way to take for Elder Scrolls Online. And yet Microsoft is binging on it as if it's a serious product. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm not first on it. I'm afraid to play Skyrim, to be honest. But we're never like, when do we get another Elder Scrolls game? <laughs> I mean, if you, you've maxed, you've maxed Skyrim, haven't you? So it's like, like if you want to play something new, like this is the only real option you have at the moment, which is unfortunate. Until we get avowed, maybe we get avowed at the end of the year. That's going to fill the, the Skyrim uh, Elder Elder Scrolls kind of uh, void for us. Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, are you, let us know in the comments below if you're an Elder Scrolls Online player. I would love to hear, speak to someone who actually plays this game. I would love to like people be a bit knowledgeable about it. Explain to me why it's so good because I want to play it, 
but I also want to play it when I know I've got hundreds of hours to dedicate to it. When I'm, maybe if I'm on like a like staycation where I'm off work for three, four weeks, and I know I can just play it nonstop, that's probably when I would play it. <laughs> when I know I can only play it like two hours a night, I'm not gonna really dedicate myself to something like that personally. But I, I get the hype. I think it looks cool. I'm really excited for everyone who wants to play that game for sure. Uh, so we moving on to the final thing, the fi- the final, the finale, yep. the Redfall. Yes. Ooh, Redfall looks good. I'm so excited. I can't wait for Redfall. It looks so good. Uh, I just want an open world uh, arcade game. I'm sold. I'm already sold. I'm trying to figure out who I want to be. I think that might be the guy who has like the staff. I was saying this in the video where you, you just stick the staff in the floor and he goes, you shall not pass! And they kill all the, the vampires with that. I think that's rad. Uh, but then the sniper guy's cool. He has like a crow, like a, you can have like a ghost crow that goes around killing things, and you can go invisible. So that guy's cool. Uh, the girl with the imbr- the purple umbrella that reflects bullets, and also the elevator, so you can make people fly. That's dope. And then the other girl has a robot, and the ro- like robots are cool. Mm. So I mean, I don't know who, who are you going to be because I can't decide. I think all four characters look rad. Yeah, I personally feel that too. And I was thinking of a psychic type user, but I was looking yeah. at an engineer too. So I'm thinking mm. of that as well. But who knows? I think this is something that is likely to be like catches your eye. So yeah, but I think it reminds me of it reminds me of like a Borderlands or like a Destiny kind of game, like like almost like a almost like a live service, but yes, like you get out bosses and stuff that you can like like. Well, I forgot what they called them now. Vampire gods, I think they called them, which essentially looks like almost like a raid kind of like level boss. Like that sounds that sounds great. Yes, um, I'm excited for it. Uh, uh, yes, I think I think it's just like. Yeah, you did the Borderlands 2, as mentioned in the React, which is like, you do Let's Play, and it's just like, hmm, that's yeah. cool. Uh, so we might actually do a Let's Play of it, if it actually works out great. Yeah, However, if, we, was, I said if, we hit 50, if we hit 50 subscribers, we'll do a Let's Play of uh, Redfall. <laughs> 50 yeah. subscribers by May, uh, I think that's doable. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. anyway... It may not be Sorry. as exciting as what other people thought, because there's a poll ran by Assassinator Entertainment that All right. they asked a question on, are you planning to play Redfall when it releases in May? And the results yeah. are 25% for yes, 41% for no, with 34 yeah. saying unsure. I'm going to play it. It looks fun. I think it looks fun. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should check it out. But who knows? It could be another upset. But then at the same time, it's just like, it's certainly just a small sample weight of like 95 fades. So I don't know. It's arcade. It's arcade for you. That's the thing with arcade. They said it themselves. All their games are like critically acclaimed. Everyone loves them, like the reviewers and stuff. They never sell well. They never get loads of people playing them. Like Dishonored. Well, Deathloop was popular, but Dishonored, Prey, uh, loads of like the games they make. A lot of them, they like get really good review scores, and everyone recommends you play them, but no one ever buys them. 
So I think that it might be the same thing here with Redfall. I think it's probably going to get good reviews. And it looks, I think it looks promising, but I think a lot of people are just going to skip out on it for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe they're not fans of, of uh, vampires. I think well, it looks cool. I mean, you saw what really happened to Twilight, though. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine if it was like, this was like Twilight and you had to romance the vampires instead and they're like all shiny and stuff. That would be a totally different game. <laughs> Bad. Just shotgun them in the head, so... Yeah, especially if they... Like, what, Edward Cullen, isn't it? Um, I forgot his name now. What's the name of the actor? Uh, well, Bert Patterson. He plays a very good Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, would you romance... Let us know in the comments below. Would you romance Robin Pats? Still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so, oh, oh, yeah, I think I was going to mention something. So, uh, so we got... There's five games this show there, which is dope. So we got those five games. Awesome. Then we got Starfield. So that's six. Then we got Age of Empires 2, Age of Empires 4, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. So that's nine games that are like exclusive, even though you know Ghostwire Tokyo was already on PlayStation, but nine like first party games coming out this year, which is dope. And then they might we might have uh Benet- what was it Benedict Fox, uh the detective game they showed. They might have Cocoon, which is made by the people who made Limbo. This is like a lo- we might get like loads of games coming out this year. So there's about nine games. So far, nine, ten games, the first party games being revealed for this year. I mean, that we should be excited. This, but this might be the biggest year in Xbox history. Um, I personally think. Well, I would definitely uh, ask my opinions about the developer director. I was kind of expecting yeah. Starfield to be mentioned, but it turns out, as you told yeah. me in doing the reaction, that it will come out as a separate thing. So we have to keep yeah, eyes out for that. But it doesn't mention Halo Infinite and about season three. No. But then we don't need it anyway because we already learned enough about season three. We just wanted to release in March, so that's what we're yeah. hoping for. But I that's think- a good point. That's a good point as well. The, I forgot to mention as well. That's a good point that we also have season three of Halo. We have the DLC for for Forza Horizon Five. There's a couple of like expansions and stuff that we get as well this year. So there's loads for Xbox gamers. There's a lot to play, a lot, a lot of play this year. This last year, going from last year where there was nothing, this year we're going to be like, overwhelmed. I think this is the biggest year in Xbox history. I think personally, if everything hits, if Starfield gets delayed to like 2024, now I'm going to be really annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Especially because it's my number one in my fantasy draft as well. Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Priority. Oh, speaking of which, we we should also talk about the fantasy critic because we almost went for the show without actually talking about it. So, yeah, I mean, we don't really have much of an update for this week. Uh, I got points for Fire Emblem. The PlayStation team lost points for, for Spoken. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh well unlucky uh, i got points for first broken because i counterpicked it and then you got points for persona 4 and what was the other game you got points for well uh, at the moment now why now i currently in the lead with 36 points you also came with like 14 points and PS3 trust is 1.16 points. And that's because 
Paul uh, Spoken has been given 68, which is minus 1.2, but was yeah. going to be announced, uh, updated soon, and they could earn more points because Dead Space Remake is now getting high scores, Ooh. which means we could see this as another huge game that could uh, put PS We Trust in. And they've already like trust, added yeah. a bunch of games, and that includes Stellar Blade and Last of Us Part One on the PC. So it's going to be it's going, it's, it's going to be interesting league. It's not over by any stretch. There's, we've only just started. They're in third place, but they could definitely catch up. Definitely, that's not that's and uh, yeah, we just yeah. I tried to get High Fire Rush, but apparently I couldn't get it because it's already, it's already yeah. It's you're trying to stealth so. added, you cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, season yeah. a letter to the future is seventy nine point four, which means Ooh. it could get points for Sunny uh, Pony there. So, yeah, there you go. But uh, for which means at the moment that you only got like twelve, well, thirteen actually for Fire Emblem Engage, and one point four two for like Forspoken. But according yeah. to my list, remain static. Not a lot of games because I'm trying to save space for E3, and <laughs> the the ones that have been released before got Persona Gold, uh, Persona Four Golden on the Switch, and Monster Hunter Wise on PlayStation Vive and Xbox Series X, which has yeah. already got a huge boost, which gave me a huge advantage. Yeah. Uh, I tried to do bids. Already got Hollow Knight and Pikmin Four with some high bids and has already been updated. And I literally didn't know how to play the game properly, which is why Five. I wasted my budget on it. But I did like yeah. two dollars on Octopath Traveler 2 and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. But I was gonna counter bid on Metropolitan 4 and I was hoping to do that. But turns out I've already did a counter bid for Hogwarts Legacy. So, oh, oh yeah, gosh, oh, this is annoying. I just couldn't get it updated. I thought, is it coming through? <laughs> uh, oh, never mind. I just really hope the Hogwarts Legacy would actually bomb. So, I know, I know, people are like angry now because yeah. they are looking forward to Hogwarts Legacy. So, are you looking forward to it too? No, <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm not, I, I, if, if people want to play it, that's fine. I'm not going to judge people for wanting to play it, but I, I, I it looks mid to me. It doesn't look great. I honestly think it, it doesn't look. I'm not impressed by it at all. It gives me the. It, it, I have the same feeling I had with Forspoken. I had a feeling that game wasn't going to be very good before it came out, and then it turned out I was right. I, I don't think it's going to be very good. Honestly, I feel like I don't trust the developers. I don't. It, the previews people say it looks good, but I might be wrong. It might be like a ten out of ten masterpiece. Oh, but please, from what tell I've me. Seen, I, because I made I a counter bid against good. it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it looks very good. Personally, I, I don't know. My gut, my gut instinct is it's just going to be a very average game. It gives yeah. me very much uh, forespoken Saint Row kind of feels to it, to, in my personal opinion. Well, it's in my gut. Just so my gut thinks that I might be hundred percent wrong. It might be a ten out of ten masterpiece. It might be the next God of War Ragnarok. Um, well, <laughs> I think we kind of forgotten about Saints Row because it's supposed to be an exciting revamp. It's just like, mm, never mind. Not that yeah, you got like six out of ten. I think it was terrible. 
apparently. And Forspoken so. has already got like a below Centi on Metacritic. Yep. And I know it, yep. I found out that the developers of it used to work on like Final Fantasy fif- 15, I think. I mean, that's yeah. kind of cool, but then it has problems like the writing, the other some weird stuff going on. And uh, was recently, good. it's got like bad DRM, which means apparently someone that if you get it on PC, PC's got yeah. like ridiculous requirements on there, which requires like 150 gigabytes on even like SSDs or even NVMe, and is suggesting that this yeah. game isn't optimized well. Also has this DRM Terrible. that if you install it on the PC, it will still listen out for what you do outside of the game which also uses up performance. And this is the same kind of DM that's been implemented for Hogwarts Legacy. So therefore, this... I mean, if Hogwarts Legacy doesn't go well, then that would be great. But then you're still going to (laughs) end up having people who like to still play the game anyway because of a Harry Potter universe. But we don't want to yeah. speak too much about it because we do not really want to promote J.K. Rowling too much by mentioning or about Hogwarts Legacy. We hate it or we look forward to it. It just means we're just like adding more of that reputation of that author's well, universe. So I mean, one of the thing is with that is that we, if we go, we don't want to buy it because we don't like it, then you'll get people who are going, oh, counterculture, wokeness, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll be like, I'm going to buy it to be in, just, just to be spiteful, essentially. Buy it, if you want to buy it, buy it. I personally don't, right, I don't really respect the the universe, but I'm not buying it because I think the game looks like average and I don't think it's going to be very good. That's my personal opinion. Um, and I feel like you should just, you know, do what you, do you, do you, you do you. I play, I I play bad cop to this, that, that oh, do, I would rather not encourage people to like get Hogwarts Legacy, and I think it's important that we don't really want to promote the game too much. But if you're no. excited to play the game, then spoil yourself. I don't mind. But I just think that if you're pretty much aiming and aiming whether you would spend money on Hogwarts Legacy, then it's probably best you just don't buy it straight away. So. Or don't even pre-order the game, so you just have to like. Well, even wait. with, no matter how po- uh, like, even with games that are like, uh, like, even if this game wasn't controversial and didn't have the J.K. Rowling stuff with it, I always say wait to see reviews before you buy any or pre-order anything. Anyway, even if this game wasn't controversial, I would say wait until you see the reviews because it might be it might be a piece of crap. It might not <laughs> run very well. It might. You know, it might be forespoken. It might just not run very well. It might be poorly optimized. It might be badly written, you know. And I was also, I was going to mention about Hi-Fi Rush earlier. It's, it, the character's quite quippy, and he comes off with, qu- with funny quips, but it actually works in, hi- in Hi-Fi Rush, whereas yes. in Forspoken, she says to Flo, whoa, I'm talking to cuffs. Whoa, I'm, I'm magic. Whoa. And it's like, Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whereas Hi Fi Rush, it works and it's funny and it's like, it, yeah, but it's well written, unlike Forspoken. But yeah, but I'm definitely game, looking forward to that actually. 
So yeah, I'm trying to find right. time to play this. I'm going to make pancakes for tea tonight because I need to use up my eggs. And once I sort everything out, I put a hi-fi wash. You've got eggs. Are you rich? Like, <laughs> how can you afford eggs? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Why? You think I bought quilt eggs? eggs? Eggs are <laughs> like eggs. in another supermarket. It's not like they raise prices well, of them. <laughs> You've got <laughs> eggs. I'm, you're blowing my mind. I'll trade you my PS5 for a couple of eggs because it's about the same. We get the same amount of money for it. Oh come on! It's not like eggs are that like really wet. And also, <laughs> they didn't even like raise so much prices for it. They're just people are, like scared about bird flu. That's what it is. Oh, oh, it oh, could be something enough. else. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. We've lived through COVID. Bird flu is the least of my worries at the moment. We've we've been there, done that. I had the t-shirt. Whatever. <laughs> I will <laughs> like, make a egg sandwich. Um, no, right. no, 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 no. Look, I think I'm that's... eating all your eggs. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that's it for this week's episode of uh, Xbox and Boxes. We were kind of a bit all over the place this week, but I enjoyed it. If it was a fun episode. We were hoping um, for that hour, so and then we ended up with something that's almost one hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the extra 20 minutes of content. Uh, we rambled a bit, but I, I think we enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching this. I enjoyed talking. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe. We're still a really small channel. We're trying to get out there. We're trying to grow. We're, we're like, you know, we're like the minnows of the uh, Xbox podcast scene. There's so many big xbox podcast and we we're not we're like we don't get any notice so if you enjoyed it please share it please subscribe you know we want to grow we want this channel to get bigger we, we put a lot of time and effort into this and we're hoping you enjoy our show and, and that's, that's if it. Yeah. and if lewis is too loud in this please do not be afraid to let us know in the comments below I'll shut up for the next episode. If, <laughs> <laughs> I'll from it. Well, probably just me talking and then I might invite my trans friends over and just talking about games. We yeah. may end up talking about PC and just saying, uh, it's not that important with Xbox. But anyway, here's still what's we're being playing a, on the PC. <laughs> just beca- it just become a Ruby podcast if I was gone. <laughs> uh, no. Don't. Take it as if I'm a stan of Ruby because I'm not <laughs> interested in it. Also, okay, it's just like, oh, now you had to like subscribe to Crunchyroll. You had to pay for Crunchyroll in order to see Ruby Volume 9. That's coming out in February. But yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to get Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. I know it gives me a lot of anime, but if they can fix a user interface, yeah, maybe you consider it. But I'm not signing up specially to watch Volume 9. Ugh. Yeah. Fire Emblem engages all the anime I need at the moment. It's, it's much of better than Ruby, actually. So be, go is. play um, that. Or if you already got Crunchyroll, I don't blame you. So watch Chainsaw Man. That would be much better. If you have Game Pass, get play Persona. I would say play Persona Five, but three and four's on there as well. If you've played Persona Five already, so too bad that Ruby Hourfell's not on it. So, but yeah. it does come with the. Blaze through tag 
battle that's got a little bit of Ruby, but you end up loving the other characters in it too. So there's a Joe, there's a JoJo game coming out soon as well on Game Pass. Just FYI as well for people who love their uh, Japanese anime. Oh my god! It's just like one of my Japanese animes. <laughs> Someone's gonna make this into a short soon. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> we'll love that. Anyway, we've got off tangent again. We're gonna end the episode there. Thank you guys for watching. We really appreciate it. And so comment, like, subscribe. And go watch Alice's Game of the Year video because it was really well done, really ended. I really think it's a nice video. And then watch mine afterwards and then just keep watching stuff on the channel. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for watching. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, and until next time, be sweet. Bye. Thanks, thank you for listening to the X Monster Box podcast. Follow us at X Marks Box on Twitter or X Marks the Box on YouTube and follow us on all audio podcast services. Thanks for listening.